All right, folks. You know, one of the biggest stories that seems to be coming out these days is the vaccine mandate and what it all meant and whether or not the vaccines were effective. In fact, whether or not the vaccines are destructive and dangerous. These are issues of the day now that are coming out. It's been, what, two years plus, two and a half years since the mandate originally started in March of 2020. And it never made much sense to me. I've, I've said this from the very beginning. I did not think that panic was necessary. I think it was wrong. Uh, strange things were coming out about this uh, virus that just didn't seem to, to gel. I made the point that the more contagious a virus is, the, the less dangerous it is. There's an absolute correlation, an inverse correlation between the contagiousness and the danger of a virus. So I, I gave the example of the common cold, which is extremely contagious, but not at all dangerous. You wouldn't, you wouldn't you know, fret that little Johnny is going to die if he gets a cold, right? But if you had AIDS, which is not very contagious, well, you might die from, from AIDS. And uh, thank God there's a cocktail now that uh, prevents that from happening, but nevertheless, extremely dangerous. So that's, that, that was one thing that I just could take to the bank and I just never fretted about it, never got anxious about it. Likewise, uh, with the shutdown, generally speaking, I, I just started asking questions. Why is Sweden not doing this? Why are they not shutting down? And because they're not <clears throat> shutting down, uh, it made me wonder, okay, well, what do they know that, that we don't know? Uh, and you would expect these massive amounts of deaths, those stupid Swedes. Why, why are they doing this? <laughs> right? Same thing with Florida, which did not take to the mandate uh, after a very short while. It just decided to open up. And you didn't see this massive <coughs> influx of deaths and hospitalizations and sickness and such. So, uh, but, but no one seems to talk about that. And then finally, the Johns Hopkins study, which said, gosh, you know, uh, the, the shutdown after two and a half years may have saved at very best 0.2% of the overall deaths. So if there's a million deaths overall, that means a total of 2,000 deaths that may, may have been saved, right? Was it worth it? No. But, and that's my point. You, know, you never hear anyone saying, well, it's been two plus years and it's been really hard and brutal and a lot of sacrifice, but thank God we saved X number of lives, said nobody. Right, you're not hearing that anywhere, on on radio, on social media, from the president, from anybody, because they know they can't really tout this. All right. Well, with me today, a uh, great guest, Wayne Allen Root. Uh, you probably know him. He's a national syndicated uh, radio show host. He's got a television show coming up. Uh, he has been banned and canceled and threatened uh, to uh, for for various reasons, but really for speaking the truth, he. Um, he started asking questions just like I did. Um, he's a big-time researcher. He loves to delve into these, these things, especially with the vaccine. And he started looking into it, and he thought, ah, there's something wrong with this. And uh, he himself has not been vaccinated. I have not been vaccinated. <clears throat> and he started encouraging people, do not get vaccinated. Uh, things were a little bit off for him. And he started um, preaching the truth. <clears throat> now, we don't know. We don't know whether or not the vaccine is, is going to be really wildly dangerous or otherwise. We have our suspicions. Uh, that's why I'm not taking the vaccine. That's why Wayne hasn't taken the vaccine. But what we can say and what we do know is the vaccine doesn't appear to be very effective, right? Everyone knows that by now. Anyway, without further ado, I want to introduce Wayne Allen Root. Wayne, thanks so much for joining us on the Brock Larry Podcast. 
Hey, Barack, you, you know my feelings, by the way. It's far more than it doesn't work. And we'll get into that in this podcast. But, but beyond that, let's just talk about the fact that if you had a dog and you gave it three rabies shots and it got rabies, would you decide the rabies shot works? People are <laughs> on the third and fourth COVID vaccine and they've all got COVID. It doesn't work. And they said from day one, if you take it, you won't get COVID. Lie. They said from day one, if you take it, you won't spread COVID. It turns out those who are vaccinated spread it far more easily and stronger than those who are unvaccinated. And then, of course, the biggest lie of all is when they said, if you take it, at least you know you won't be hospitalized or die. The latest stats are out of Canada, England, Israel, Scotland, Wales, you name it. Portugal, every one of them proves data from the government and their version of the CDC without any further doubt. And I've said this for 18 months, that it kills your immune system, the vaccine. And people are dying for the vaccine. And forget about those who are dying from heart attacks, strokes, blood clots, and massive new increases in cancer since the vaccine came out. Yeah, yeah. Just the people who are dying of COVID in England in the last year, nine of every 10 people who died of COVID was vaccinated. Oh my God. All of them triple or quadruple vaccinated. In Canada, since the beginning of the year, 92% of those who died of COVID were triple or quadruple vaccinated. Everywhere right. in the world, the numbers are the same. So it doesn't work, doesn't protect you, doesn't keep you from being hospitalized, doesn't keep you from dying. And in reality, you're much more likely to die if you're COVID vaccinated than if you're not. Right. I, I understand that. What they'll say, and I and I have a response to that, I'm wondering what your response is, is that, well, gosh, you know, so many people are vaccinated at this point. In fact, the vast majority of people are vaccinated. Therefore, whoever is dying is likely to be vaccinated. So in, in, a, in a perfect world, what they'll say is, okay, well, if only 50% are vaccinated and 50% are unvaccinated, okay, well, then, then we have a true measure to study about that. But what, what do you say to that? Well, first of all, I laugh at that because that, that goes back to my joke to start this, this talk, right? If your dog is triple rabies yes. vaccinated and it gets rabies, the rabies vaccine certainly doesn't work. And <laughs> yes, so you're you telling me that it prevents COVID, but everybody who's COVID vaccinated has COVID. You're telling me it prevents hospitalizations and, and deaths, but all the numbers show nine out of 10 that are hospitalized and die with COVID are vaccinated. So everything they ever promised is a lie. It is yeah. fraud. It goes back to me, Wayne, the businessman. If I ever promised that my product worked, you wouldn't get sick, you wouldn't be hospitalized, you wouldn't die, and then people died, let alone huge numbers dying. Right. I go to jail for the rest of my life. The people who did this to us should be compared to, uh, what's his name, the big Ponzi schemer, uh, Bernie Madoff. Bernie Madoff, yeah. Bernie Madoff mm -hmm. had nothing on Dr. Fauci. He is the biggest fraud and liar and con man in the history of the world. Dr. Fauci needs to go to prison for the rest of his life. Dr. Fauci is guilty of, if not mass murder, and I believe it's absolutely mass murder, he's certainly guilty of massive negligence, massive fraud, massive misrepresentation, and negligence that led to mass death. So yeah. this is a very serious yeah. and terrible situation. Very bad. I, and no kid ever needed to be vaccinated, ever, 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 ever. And I just saw it today, and I think, <laughs> did, 
Didn't you go to Berkeley? I'm trying to remember. Don't you have a Berkeley? I, I went to a much better school, Stanford. Oh, Stanford. All right. So you're not a Berkeley friend. I have a Berkeley friend <clears> or two. <throat> Thought you might be one of them. Berkeley <laughs> announced today all the kids have to be masked for the entire school year if they aren't vaccinated for the flu. They have to get the flu shot or they have to wear a mask. They didn't say the COVID shot. The flu shot. Oh, man, I didn't realize that. The rest of our lives, you have to be masked because of the flu. And and by the way, let me just state, not only did I not get the COVID vaccine, in my whole life, I've never taken a flu vaccine, ever. Let me shut my phone off here. I've never taken I took the flu vaccine vaccine only once in my life, and I regret doing that because I I got so sick after it. Yeah, I got got the flu, yeah. That's the test I've been doing for 20 years, maybe even 30 years. Everyone that I ever speak to on the phone and they cancel a business meeting or they say, I'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. We'll go to dinner. I can't do it. I got the flu. I always go, hey, can I ask you a question? They go, what? And I go, did you get the flu shot? And they all go, yeah, why? Because you have the flu. <laughs> exactly. And I've never taken the flu uh, shot. I don't have the flu. I, I, I had never taken the flu shot. And then one year, because it was just accessible and my girlfriend at the time, and I just, okay, whatever. I'll just do it because it was right there. It was free. And uh, I guess you, you get what you pay for, right? No so one I, needs I, flu shot. You know what you I, need? I don't know. It was, it was like 25 C. years ago, and, and I got sick. And I said, to heck with that. I'm never going to do that again. Anyway. You know what? To, this, is all, to, this is all about money, Barack, because drug companies get paid for their trademarked, you know, protected shots, flu shots, COVID shots, whatever the shot is. But you can't protect um, a, a vitamin like vitamin C, vitamin D. There are no protections. So I can make vitamin C. You can make vitamin C. A thousand people can make vitamin C. So no one can make billions of dollars. You might make a few million a year being a big vitamin company, but you can't make billions. You can't make hundreds of billions. You can't make trillions. And so the drug companies are angry because they make tens of billions off drugs that are protected, but they can't, and, and off vaccines that are protected, but they can't make money on vitamin C. And so what works on the flu and a cold? Vitamin C. What works yeah. on COVID and anything else? A vitamin C, intravenous vitamin C. Is there a cure? No, there's no such thing as a cure. But what works well when you got it? I know. 25 years, I've had one cold in 25 years. And, and I got COVID in November of last year, and it was 48 hours and gone. Yeah, vitamin yeah, me C- too. I, when I got COVID, it was, it was 48 hours and gone. It wasn't pleasant, but it wasn't the death knell. I didn't feel like I was going to die or flu. anything. It was, it the, was flu. the flu. It was the flu, exactly right. So here, here's the question for you. Um, one of the, it's fascinating to me because, you know, I see my fellow Americans and other citizens among the world who are in such panic. And I guess the question is, because I, I always want to know why, why, why people behave the way they do. I have my theories. Uh, I'm sure that, that you probably share the same one. I, I've noticed that the people who uh, were devout Christians, devout Jews, uh, people who have God in their lives, they, they seem not to panic about this uh, in the same way as those who have nothing in their lives, you know, no meaning in their lives. What, what, do, you, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, very, very similar thoughts. First of all, I'm a big believer in God. Second of all, I'm a big believer in prayer. Third of all, I'm a big believer in church or synagogue. Uh, going there and, and and being close to God. And fourth of all, I'm a big believer that all the liberals, especially in California, have a God now. It's the vaccine God. They've replaced <laughs> God with the needle. That needle is their God. They've replaced yeah. AA meetings with that needle. 
They should go to vaccine anonymous meetings because their whole life is an addiction to vaccines and masks and lockdowns. When, how do you explain guys like me? And it's not like it's just Wayne Root. You know, it, it, just let me tell you me and then let me compare it to a whole state. Wayne Root never locked down, never closed my business, never stopped doing anything I ever did, never put on masks except if it said you can't get in this casino without a mask. I put it on, walk in the casino, take it right off, put it in my pocket, dare someone to stop me, no one ever stopped me, not one guard said a word, never wore the mask again. If you had to wear it to get in a restaurant, I'd wear it for one minute to walk in the restaurant. As I walk to the table, I take it off, sit down. On the way out, I didn't wear it at all. Why? You and I are such amigos. I'm yeah. exactly the same what way. I, I also did that with the airports. Right. Uh, it, I what just, I never again? wore a mask in the airport. Never. Right. I what, had what to in the airplane, but. Yeah. <laughs> what can they do on the on the way out of a restaurant? Kick you out? What can they do when you're in luggage at the airport? Kick you out? You're on the way out already. So I never wore masks. Everybody around me had masks on. They're all sheep. You know, I yeah. love dogs. My dog Bubba is one of my favorite things in the world, right? I love my wife. I love my kids. But man, nothing is like a dog, right? But a yeah. dog listens to whatever you tell it to do without question. It's obedient. That's what the people of America become. The people without God, without religion, have become dogs and sheep. And they're yeah. just obedient to government. And it's so sad to me. You know I'm a Jew, right? Not, not just a Jew, but two Jewish parents, four Jewish grandparents. Cindy, my wife, sent away my DNA. And we laughed because when it came back, it said 99.9% Eastern European Jew. That's what it said. I didn't even know that was a race. They call it a race. Jewish is a race. All right, yeah. So when hers came back, it was like, 1% this, 2% this, 3% that, 30% this. Mine was 99.9% Jew. And I'm so sad that the Jewish people learned all the wrong lessons from the Holocaust in Nazi Germany. There's only one lesson I learned that matters. That's the thread of my life at, at Barack. And the thread of my life is never listen to authority, never listen to government, never trust government. Government's filled with bad people incompetent people, stupid people who think they know better than you and think they're God and think they can control your life and tell you what to do. And they've got evil intentions. And it, no, America's not Nazi Germany. I get that. But a healthy cynicism and skepticism and dislike of government should be the number one thing taught in school and college. The exactly. guy in government does no more than you. The politician does no more than you. The governor does no more than you. Heck, I come from a small business background. My dad owned the little butcher store. My grandfather owned the little butcher store. And I'm a one-man superstar now on radio and TV. One man with no employees, <laughs> right? One man, small businessman. And I know more than any governor of any state, except maybe Ron DeSantis, who's the most brilliant governor in America. He's awesome. And, I, love so, I love it. I love it. You know, but, but, you, but, but you said a great point before. You, you mentioned the word cynicism. And I, I always like to think of myself as an optimist. And that something great can come out of all this, this madness that happened. And don't I still want to talk a bit about this. <laughs> well, don't listen to government for one thing, but also that it might have raised, raised the level of cynicism. I think we do need to be cynical. Whenever the government tells you that I'm here from the government, I'm here to help, you know, that famous right. phrase, you, you got to raise at least one eyebrow, maybe two, and right. in some cases, and, three, right? And you see I, the meme, the greatest meme of all time, I think. I yeah. came the other day and it said, the government and the CDC cannot figure out why all the people who are conspiracy theorists don't have heart problems now. <laughs> it's it, it's That's absolutely great. It's exactly right. true. It's <laughs> That's true. So true. All the people oh. that listened and were so afraid of a flu germ 
are now dying of heart disease, myocarditis, pericarditis, heart inflammation, heartbeat too fast, heartbeat too slow. And don't forget, massive cardiac arrest. I have so many friends that got the vaccine and got immediately a heart attack. I mean, what are the odds I could personally have like 12 friends who got the vaccine and then suffered within 60 days a massive heart attack? What are the odds of that? I know. I, I, we just, I just had one of my close friends. Uh, his, uh, he has a relative who just died at 42 shortly mm-hmm. after taking the vaccine. Right. Uh, and, and again, that, that could be anecdotal. It could, it, you know, it could be. But when yeah. it happens so, and, and then and we're talking about the excess deaths, right, beyond what, what is expected. Right. And now we're seeing these huge numbers. It just does not make sense. And right. it's, it's, everything seems to be pointing to the vaccines. And and let me give you two more. Let me, let me give you two more. One would be Canada, okay? America's not keeping these numbers, but in Canada, hundreds of doctors have died since the vaccine came out. Hundreds, many wow. of them young. And two weeks ago, or three weeks ago, five young doctors died in Toronto. One city in, in one five-day period, five doctors in their 20s and 30s and 40s dropped dead. A couple wow. of them were like running marathons. A couple of them were swimming. This is impossible. It's never been seen in world history. When have you ever seen doctors dropping dead? What matters is that in Canada, to practice medicine, you have to be quadruple vaccinated. And that was the week they'd all gotten their fourth vaccine and they all died. And so, wow. and then last but not least, let me mention my own personal experience. So it's not just my wedding. It's just my whole Rolodex since my wedding. I just use that as my demarcation line. Since last November, when I got married, it just so happens in the nine months since my wedding, I know many, many people, it's now approaching 40 people who have died or are very sick. And I called all 40 of the ones who are still alive or their relatives if they're dead. And I asked a simple question, was he vaccinated or are you vaccinated? Every single person that I know that's sick or dead has, was vaccinated. Now I, I check on all my unvaccinated friends. Not one is sick, not one is dead. Now I know thousands of people. Not one unvaccinated friend is sick or dead since November. 40 vaccinated friends are, are sick or dying or dead. Yeah. And then you check the stats around the world. They're the same, Barack. If yeah. you check, the people who are unvaccinated are far healthier than the people who are vaccinated. It's not even close. The ones who are dying and having heart attacks are all vaccinated. Yeah, it's statistically significant. That's yeah. the issue. I mean, I love right. statistics, and that's the reason why I live my life the way I do. I don't gamble because of statistics, and I believe in yeah. God because of statistics. And I didn't take the vaccine because of statistics. Uh, and and, the, and uh, the Hey, I'll disagree with, with you on one thing. Tell I me. do gamble because of statistics. <laughs> no, that's a good point. If, if you can do it for like gamble. Yeah, I'm sports gambling, poker, right. poker maybe, I, I get right. it. The, the, there's numbers associated with that, right? But but I'm talking about the you know blackjack and, and yes. things like that and, and the the roulette wheel. Anyway, um, uh, you know, what's it's interesting is that you're going to start seeing. I guess when I want to bring up two points. One is the mRNA inventor, the inventor of the mRNA technology, Robert Malone. Robert Malone. He's he's on a tear right now, and he's saying this is not a good thing. This will be pushing out uh, the uh, immunization or the ability to fight off other diseases. Right. Uh, when you do this. So no surprise, people are dying. Right. And he's very Everywhere in the world. Him. Yeah. Everywhere it's, it's in the a, world. 
everywhere. And it's it's frightening. And another thing is frightening is that now, you know, smart people um, who have taken the vaccine, what a thing to think, you know, I've got this ticking time bomb inside my, inside myself, right? You know who said Maybe that? Not, what's that? You know who said that? Dan Bongino. Oh, Dan is that Bo- right? I did not know that. Talk show host. I know that he regrets <laughs> taking the, the that, regrets that taking that vaccine. He said, I have okay. a ticking time bomb. I regret taking it. Telling the rest of my fans to take it, and now yeah. I know that at any moment this thing could kill me, and I'm scared to death what the future holds. Uh, and that's the way I feel about everybody who took this vaccine. It's bad news, bad yeah. bad news, and it, it seems what a like, thing to live with. And and they're going to yeah. be coming out with this uh, more. And and the Democrats, the you know on the other side of the aisle, they they are now catching up to this because they have to acknowledge, just like they have to acknowledge the Hunter Biden laptop for that matter, right? The fact that the virus probably came out of the lab, all the things that they have to acknowledge, you know, a year and a half later when it's no longer inconvenient to do so. uh, They they now are seeming to acknowledge that there's something funky with this vaccine. They can only pretend for so long that if you take the vaccine, it will somehow soften the blows of the symptoms or whatever they say, whatever their narrative is. Now they're beginning to say, okay, this is a big problem. And I saw this from Tucker Carlson, and I know that you said this as well. You predicted this. You said uh, they're going to be arguing later on that Trump uh, is responsible for all this, and uh, he's the guy who rushed the vaccine. Uh, right. what, what do you think the fallout, if beyond that, is going to be? Well, f- first of all, it's funny because what came out just in the last few days is that Democrats demanded the drug makers, instead of Trump rushing the vaccine, they demanded the drug makers stall it till after the election. So oh, yes, I remember that, yeah. So if the yeah, vaccine yeah. did work, if they believed it would work, they were willing to let people die. Okay, it didn't work, and it's damaging, but they didn't know that. Everybody, including me, thought there was promise that it would work. And, and therefore, they were willing to let thousands or hundreds of thousands die instead of letting it come out in September, October, before the election. They wanted it late December or January way after the election so they could defeat Trump. So right off the bat, stop telling me that Trump rushed it. You stalled it, and you were willing to let people die. That's a if great Trump point. Rushed it, it's just because he wanted people to live, and he wanted the economy and capitalism to live, and jobs to come back. Listen, all of this, uh, to me, all of life is about jobs and money and the economy. Okay, I love my family. I love God. But you got to make money in this world. Don't tell <laughs> me you can live on God and love. Yeah, that's not that's true. Right. You need money. So I was the first guy in the country in February of 2020. I had not only a perch at the number one show at Newsmax TV in their primetime slot, 8 o'clock with Bill O'Reilly as my partner. I also had a column in the Las Vegas Review Journal that was syndicated all over the country. And I kept saying, you cannot lock down. You cannot lock down. You cannot lock down. You need to live your life, blue or not. And I used the example of 1969, the summer of love and Woodstock. Hong Kong flu. flu. Hong Kong flu. And 500,000 kids went to Woodstock and had sex and dropped LSD in the mud, and they all survived. (laughs) And you can close a Broadway or a single Vegas casino or a single show or a single sporting event, and nobody wore masks, and we all lived our life, and 120,000 Americans died of the flu. That's life. Out of of 250 million now, out of 330 million, 100,000 dying of the flu is, is is a bad flu season. But that's life. Most of them will be 80 and 90 in a wheelchair in a nursing home. That's life. That's the way life works. You don't stop the grandkids from going to school and the children from going to work or running their business because grandma and grandpa are sick in the hospital. 
You've got to earn money and go on with your life and live it. And that was my argument then. And, and people got mad at me and people banned me and people fired me. And I was 100% right. And I'm 100% justified. Every study shows the lockdown was a massive right. failure. And massive. That killed the economy, killed jobs. People committed suicide. They became drug addicts. They died of fentanyl. They died of opioids. They died of, of uh, drunk driving accidents. They became alcoholics. They became depressed. They're going to be in poverty the rest of their lives. What matters is when the flu is out there and it's bad, go to work, go to school, live your life. I was right. And the same thing with the vaccine. Common sense. Same thing with masks. You don't need to live your life in a mask. You look like a bank robber. You look like an idiot. Stop this nonsense. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, other other than that, the mandates were great. You know, that's yeah, what I yeah, said. the masks were great. Study. Well, it's, study. it's like yeah. Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how do you like to play, right? So, and, and again, you said I'm a researcher. I am at my, at my heart, uh, even though I'm a shock jock, conservative talk show host, at my, with a lot of personality. At my heart, I'm really a a uh, you know a nerd who studies statistics. And all these people have lied and distorted science. Every important study shows the vaccine doesn't work. Every important data point shows it's killing people. Every important study shows lockdowns have never worked in history. And every study shows whatever states were the most masked had the most COVID and the most COVID deaths. New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Maryland, Illinois, all liberal blue states had the most masks, the most heavy lockdowns before the vaccine. And they had all the dead people. And the states that let people live their lives, the red states, Arizona, Texas, Florida, that were open, South Dakota, had far less deaths. And, and, and people got COVID and they lived their lives and they didn't lose their jobs. And You're right. And, and not only that, but and not only that, but it had had Florida, for example, uh, had a massive spike in deaths. You know that the left would have brought that up. You know that Fauci would have brought it up, the CDC right. and so forth. They had no As spike. It's really fascinating. One of the things that um, I, I found very interesting is, uh, you know, in addition to what you were saying, the, the Democrats were the ones that forced the mandate on us, the masks right. and everything else. They told us that the therapeutics would not be allowed. You're, you're crazy if you, you suggest anything other than um, the actual vaccine itself. Remember, Trump himself said, hey, this uh, uh, hydroxychloroquine might work and ivermectin might work. Right. Let's talk about these therapeutics. They but no, they, they had to push him out. Yeah. No, they work. They absolutely clearly work. Here's the best example of why they work. I mean, look, I, I got COVID. I took ivermectin and, and tons of vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, quercetin. And I got over it in 48 hours. And I was, and, and here's the really amazing thing. I, I got it on Monday, on a Monday morning in November, early November. On that day, I had an interview on TV with President Donald Trump. So I did an interview with COVID. I was coughing. I had fever. I was tired. And my sense of taste left me instantly. I woke up that morning with all those problems and I put on a suit and I did my interview with the president in front of a camera. You go look it up on, on YouTube or, or at my website, rootforamerica.com, Wayne's interviews with President Trump. You can't tell I'm sick. It's not something that you have to lose your life over. Wow. You don't even know I'm sick then. I did my three-hour radio show that afternoon. And the next day, Tuesday, and the next day, Wednesday, and the next day, Thursday, and the next day, Friday. I never missed a moment of my life with COVID. I did wow. all the same things I normally do with COVID. Yes, tired. Yes, sense of taste gone. Yes, a fever. Yes, a cough. But I managed to suppress it 
because I'm pretty good up here. I managed to psychologically say, I've got to get through the next three hours and do my radio show. Don't cough. And I didn't cough for three hours when it was over. Oh, that's I was like, awesome. <laughs> when it was over, I was coughing. Right? But in two days, that was gone. So Wayne, I'm so I'm so happy to hear about this because you know I'm, I'm hearing you and I'm smiling because it's exactly exactly the words I said to myself and how I handled myself. Yes, I was definitely tired. I took a couple more naps than I usually do, but I got I powered through. It took me two days the whole thing, and I said this was it. This is the reason why we shut down the entire world. Right? What what madness? Look, I, I mean, hasn't, that, ever, hasn't everyone had the flu at one point? I remember yeah. getting 25 years ago, and it was miserable for a week. Yeah. So everyone's had the flu. You don't end business and, and fire everybody because the flu. But the last thing I want to say, and I'm going to be on the run soon. I got like five minutes or less. But I want to say that what was suppressed, the news that was blacked out and whitewashed by the media, media is guilty of literally mass murder because they let people die when all they had to do was take ivermectin. So the biggest state in India had the worst outbreak in the world of COVID. And that should be no surprise because it's one of the poorest dirtiest places in the world and, right. and congregate very closely to each other yeah. poverty. they're all next to each other yeah. horrible poverty not clean filthy where do they clean their clothes in the dirty river where do they go to the bathroom in the dirty river so they had this horrible COVID outbreak and for some reason whoever runs this state made the decision to hand out to every person for free the government would give them a packet of ivermectin vitamin c vitamin d multivitamin zinc quercetin and an antibiotic and and covid went away overnight it died it was gone in wow a week. in a week and america <laughs> and all the other industrial nations who thought they were too good for that oh vitamins vitamins don't work ivermectin yeah. that'll kill you that's for horses that'll kill you they I remember yes and they made you go in the hospital once wow. in the hospital doctors with harvard degrees with white coats they'll save you and everybody died. I mean, the people who went, once you're in the ICU with COVID in the whole year 2020, you're dead. They put you on a ventilator and you're dead. They gave you all the wrong drugs. They did nothing for you and you died. If they had just given you ivermectin and intravenous vitamin C, 95% and vitamin D, 95% would have lived. And I'm not just making that stat up. I saw uh, several doctors quoted studies all over the world that if you just took vitamin D, I'm a vitamin C guy and I'm an ivermectin guy, but forget those two. If you just took vitamin D, the rate of death goes down by over 90%. I so agree. Oh, it, it's so funny what you said because I, I took a little study and survey of my own. I asked gardeners who are typically outside all day long in the sun, yes. construction and workers, sick. and they didn't get sick. That's right. the amazing thing. So few of them got COVID at all, right. let alone let me give a, you the a list case of, of it. Let me get a list of who didn't get COVID. Gardeners didn't get COVID. Uh, right. Conservatives like me didn't get heart disease from taking the COVID vaccine. Um, anyone I know who went to a restaurant that didn't wear a mask is fine. But if you had live music, you, you then had to put masks on and you had to literally be fearful for your life. Uh, if you stood up, the COVID germ must have only been uh, high in the air because you could eat for three hours in a restaurant and not wear a mask, but when you stand up to go to the bathroom or leave, you have to put a mask on. Right. So all of, it, the point I'm trying to make is all of this is dumb. It's silly. It's ignorance. And it, 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 the people who follow these rules literally are ignoramuses because it makes no sense to wear a mask all day when you're going to take it off to eat for three hours at a restaurant. Then 
If you don't get it while you're eating, why would you get it when you stand up? Why would you wear a mask outdoors? Why would there are too many things that, that uh, don't make sense, and and people just don't want to revisit some of the questions that that we all posed in the beginning. They're all hypothetical. Well, you know, Florida's closed, you know, didn't close down. Sweden didn't close down. You know, it, the natural instinct of all of us is to say, well, let's see how this movie ended, right? Yeah. And it looks like Sweden did just fine. Florida yeah, did just Florida fine, did and and all those other statistics you pointed out. People don't want to do this, but but you know, I I know you need to go. Wayne, um, but I, I want to ask one last question because this sure. may be the most important question of, of them all. What is it in human nature that doesn't want to see these facts? Is it something akin to what Mark Twain said that it's easier to fool people than to convince them that they've been fooled? Is that it? Or is there something I, else going I've on? I've compared what's happening to the followers of Jim Jones at Jonestown in Guyana. The American people are brainwashed. They are transfixed. It's mostly people with Trump derangement syndrome. And they've decided the vaccine is the answer to all their problems in life, as well as the mask and locking down in fear. And the irony is there's also a lot of Republicans who took the vaccine. Most of them were forced to do it by OSHA rules at their corporation. And that's why a lot of Republicans are dying now. <clears throat> you know, if you saw yeah. the stats, not only are deaths way up, but I just saw a stat that deaths are way up. The, the mortality rate's the highest in history in Texas, Florida, and Georgia. Red Republican states. And, and you want to know my theory? The moment that Biden said, if you work for a company, OSHA rules demand the vaccine. They killed off hundreds of thousands of Republicans. Because wow. who's the workers of the world? Who works for a living? Republican. Yeah. You know, yeah. And so they made them get the vaccine and they died. These are not COVID deaths. These are non-COVID mortality rates, the highest anyone's ever seen, up 40%, 50%, 100%. And, yeah. and it's happening in states all over America. Every state has the highest mortality ever since you know what, the vaccine. But and, the and Wayne, I think you said this as well as I did, um, that you know people before COVID hit the shores of America, people were talking about there were some whispers that this was going to be a big thing and maybe there'll be a shutdown and things like that. And now I think we're saying the same thing, that in the next few months and certainly in the next few years, we're going to see a new wave, a, a new epidemic, as it were, uh, that, but it's a man-made epidemic caused we'll by the vaccine, no less, we'll see uh, which is the November. irony of ironies. It's a tr such a tragic Brock, irony. Brock, we'll see it before November. Yeah. The Democrats are going to release, in my opinion, in conjunction with China, a new horrible pandemic just in time, late mid to late September, just in time to scare everyone throughout the month of October that you must vote by mail-in ballot. I see oh, it coming. God forbid. My gut instinct is rarely ever wrong. They yeah. want to make everyone scared to death again right before the election so they can steal the midterms with mail-in ballots with no voter ID. And they're going to do it again. I don't know if they'll succeed, but they're going to try to do it again. That's my wow. opinion. That's my gut instinct. These are bad people. This is pure evil. And they just can't give up power. They just can't. Hey, listen, let, wow. me, let me say something as I'm leaving, because i got to run. I'm headed to an appointment. But I, I want to make sure everybody knows where to find my new TV shows and my radio Yes, shows. please. Yeah. All right. So you go to rootforamerica.com. I'm Wayne Root. It's root, R-O-O-T, like tree root, rootforamerica.com. You can find almost everything about me there. And that's how you reach my nationally syndicated radio show, my podcast, but my two new TV shows starting this weekend, this Saturday and every Saturday, 
Uh, 12 noon East Coast time, 9 a.m. West Coast time. America's Top 10 Countdown with Wayne Allyn Root at Real America's Voice TV Network, Channel 219 Dish, uh, or RealAmericasVoice.com, uh, or or uh, what are all the other ways? You know, all the other ways you can you can now watch TV that I don't. But there's a thousand <laughs> ways. Pluto TV, Amazon TV, Apple TV, and then yeah. I've got a daily show every day at seven o'clock Eastern, four o'clock Pacific. A TV show, my radio show, uh, at the the second hour, we turn on the cameras and the lights right here. This is my set, and it becomes a TV show on Mike Lindell TV. You go to uh, you go to uh, FrankSpeech.com, FrankSpeech.com. You click on Lindell TV two, and my show comes on live every day on your computer, your laptop, or your cell phone. Uh, Lindell TV two, seven o'clock Eastern, four Pacific. Wayne Allyn Ron Unfiltered. Well, you know, and I'll give you even a better plug than that because coming from me, you know, folks know how how deep deeply I think, how I always want to see the root causes of other things. I want to delve very, very deeply into every issue. Uh, when I listen to Wayne and I hear him almost every day between three and six on the radio, I my brain goes on fire and I learn something. I learn a lot. All right. It's one thing to listen to Ben Shapiro. He's great. I love Dennis Prager. You all know how, what a great friend he is of mine. But with Wayne, I, I learn. <laughs> I really learn. So it's it's the highest uh, compliment I can pay you. Wayne, thank you so much for being with us on the Brock Larry podcast. And hoping, you have, hoping to have you again. Thank you, Brock. God bless. Rootforamerica.com. Easy to remember because what do I do all day? I root for America. I love this country. Root <laughs> exactly. for America. Thank you, Brock. You God bless. Bye-bye. Thank you. God bless. You know, it was so great to have Wayne on this show. It's a, it really is such a deep thinker, and he's such a great researcher. As you can see, he knows his stuff. Um, and, and thank God for people like him. But what I, what I really want to understand, and, and he touched upon it, but as you know, I always like to figure things out as to, to the human nature side of it. That why do people want to believe that this COVID thing is out to get them, right? That, that why were they so fearful in the in the first place, and why then did they think the vaccine was the savior of all things, right? On, on both ends of it, they they believed deeply without real questioning on either end. That's the one thing they had in common is that they failed to question the extent uh, and the danger of the COVID spread, the epidemic, and uh, for that matter, the shutdown and the effects of the shutdown. And then they failed to ask. Uh, you know, the effectiveness of the vaccine and whether or not the vaccine had any side effects. You know, it was absurd, absurd to me that we would have all these other pharmaceutical products out there where they list all the side effects on these commercials with the happy people going on the swings and everything else. And then they say, well, this might kill you. You might have suicidal thoughts and everything else. But they didn't do that when it came to this COVID vaccine, right? Everything was perfect about that. So there's no questions along the way. And then you had other people that were going so beyond the top, and we talked about this before, the people that that decided that they're going to wear masks while they're driving a, in a car from one place to the other, right? You, you saw that. And, and you said, well, this is nuts. Why, why were they doing that? And then they shut down the schools, and, and it was very clear that kids didn't really spread it very much. And they certainly, even if they did get COVID and did spread it, it was a minimal invasion whatsoever. It, it, it did not really impact the younger crowd. It was clearly more impactful on the very, very frail and the very old who were, by definition, very frail, right? So that, that was what, what it was, but they didn't ask these questions. 
they didn't ask the questions about the 15 days to flatten the curve. They didn't, they didn't ask the questions about, you know, why, why people were dying at such a low level compared to the expectations that they were going to be dying. Uh, and they didn't ask questions about the therapeutics and they, and they, all, all those things that you already know. The numbers didn't make sense. The fear didn't make sense. And the question becomes, why, why, why? I, I, I think the answer is very simple. People need meaning in their lives. And when you lead a life without meaning, and then this opportunity, I mean, what is it? Rahm Emanuel said, uh, never let a crisis go to waste, right? He, he said that. And that's the same thing with us individually, internally. You know, here's a crisis. It's the COVID crisis. And your mind, if you don't have any meaning in your life, if you don't have any God in your life, no sense of purpose. This is an opportunity. Don't let this crisis go to waste. That's what the minds of so many of these people were telling these people. Seize this. You can be something. Be, be part of something big now. You can go beyond yourself. You can say you're saving civilization by wearing this mask in your car, by saying that you won't uh, uh, you know, be friends with anybody who's not uh, masked or not vac vaccinated and so on. And so that was the moment that they seized. Despite all the massive amounts of evidence that said that what they were believing was false, uh, at the very best misleading, but really very false and very dangerous for that matter, right? Fear is dangerous. I've, I've always said this. But the vaccine now, it looks like it has, there are many questions associated with that. And people are, are hospitalized uh, and dying regardless, right? So they ignore all this. That's how powerful the need for meaning is. That explains everything, absolutely everything that we've seen in this COVID story madness. It explains why they ignored everything, why they, they, they saw Fauci as a god and the CDC as a god. All your friends who said, we must follow the science, we must follow the CDC. Now the CDC admits that it was wrong and, and that has to revamp itself dramatically. Uh, even Brooks uh, acknowledged that the vaccine uh, wasn't going to work and she knew it wasn't going to work. And the mRNA guy, I mean, there's so much information, massive amounts of information showing that at the very least we should be scrunching our heads and uh, scratching our heads and, and raising eyebrows and, 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 and being cynical. We need to be, but we haven't been. Why? Because people are desperate for meaning. And that goes to the very basis of our human nature. It, it, it underscores how we are built for meaning. And then you ask, well, why are we built for meaning? Because we are built, we have an instinct for God. In my book, Atheism Kills, I call it the God instinct, right? We, the, the God impulse in particular. We, we have to have God. And then, so why do, we, why do we have that? God wants us to find him. That's it. That's the answer. And, and many people who reject God, in fact, most people who reject God, they try to find, they, they try to satisfy the impulse, that instinct by, by doing something else, you know, by whether it's environmentalism, 
uh, whether it's global warming, uh, all the things that you already know we talk about, all the isms, socialism, of course, transgenderism, they, they all try to find meaning in some way or another. And this vaccine thing gave them meaning, a sense that they've got to fight it. They've got to hunker down, save civilization as if they, they really care about the civilization, but that's not their story. You get the idea. If anything, this whole COVID madness is in a way, ironically, a proof of God. The way we, we reacted to this demonstrates something about us, demonstrates about our need for meaning, and yes, our need for God, and yes, the existence of God. All right, my friends, Brooke Larry signing off. I hope you enjoy this. Wayne Allen Root is a great friend of mine. I'm so glad to have him in my life and so glad he could share his thoughts and comments and his wisdom uh, here on the Brooke Larry podcast. All right, Brooke Larry signing off saying God bless, and we'll talk with you next week. 